Welcome to CII Podcasts. Hi, good afternoon everyone and welcome to this fireside chat with uh, none other than the founder and CEO of your story, Shraddha Sharma. Uh, you know, Shraddha, this is a chat that we're going to have to capture your dreams and aspirations for India. And of course, while we're going to do that, we're going to capture your dreams and aspirations for yourself, for your company, you know, for the large number of entrepreneurs who rely on you to project themselves very well. You know, so many, many different aspects. Uh, but just in terms of context, uh, you know, India 75 is probably one of CII's, you know, most visible, one of its longest sustaining initiatives, which commenced back in 2007 and 8, uh, you know, about building a vision for what India can be in 2022, worked across two strong governments, you know, but uh, Prime Minister Modi, when he, he was the Chief Minister of Gujarat in 2008, you know, ended a conversation that I had and we had had with CK Pralad at that time, and he said, Delhi, I get to And 2014, you know, we had uh, vision elements that came up for New India for 2022, and uh, I think a lot of progress has happened and changed in India over this entire period. Uh, you know, and I think what we are now building towards uh, is uh, what we call the Amrit Kal, you know, building for what India can be in the next 25 years. Uh, it's the golden period of India, uh, so to say. But while there are a lot of golden, uh, you know, uh, areas for us to talk and discuss, there will also be a lot of challenges. Uh, there will also be some, you know, quick wins. Uh, and I think the idea is to, to have a chat and, you know, uh, take it from there you know as we as we as we move along i've always enjoyed and loved your positivity your your you know your spirit of never giving up uh, uh, and i think we're going to see some of those elements you know, come out into this conversation as well uh, so with that uh, uh Shadha, let's let's get started i mean i'm not you know we we'll keep it conversational as i said feel free to to you know uh, to interject and to, to put that but you know as a as a person making an opening statement, right? I mean, we are talking of Gen X, we are talking of youth of India. You know, what is your message to the young people? First and foremost, I have to tell you that uh, I have to go and record and, and say this, that it's very inspiring talking to you because Gen X, Gen Z, Gen Millennium, Gen whatever. I think for me, uh, people like you and especially you know uh, chairing in this industry body and the young uh, uh, body that you are chairing in CII is reflective of the change is reflective of the positivity and is, it's reflective of what the future will hold so yeah it is uh, it is an honor to be talking to you and getting for the first time question uh, on this what I would like to say to youth and 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 to everyone and I'd say that uh, to myself also every day is that we living in an India where anything and everything is possible and possible uh, towards bringing a change to your life, to life lives around you and to the country. So, the, you know, it is an India of the bestest times. Like when we were coming out of college, at least I remember in my college, people were thinking, oh, let's go to US, let's go here and there. I would say that today the world and everyone is looking at India and not as, you know, Jakarta, we have to do some developmental work. India is the land of opportunity, and and I feel very privileged, honored uh, to be in India. I'd love to take holidays across the world, but I love to be <laughs> in India because it gives you everything. India is, you know, India is what you make it to be. India is uh, 
your belief india is your hope india is your identity india is your madness india is your coolness and india is diversity and then and to me i would say to gen next and, and to everyone uh, yeah enjoy and cherish the privilege of being born in this country and being part of this country no i think i think you know it's such an inspiring statement that you said india is to each one you know uh, something that you know will will it will mean something to them as as their journey goes along and we think about this really early in life right and you know i what you rightly said we we've also been working a lot with the gencs all our new age media uh, you know yeah. sports and all of that and I, and i think the gen next in india it's is definitely one which is you know i think has evolved you know definitely from where we were you know maybe another generation earlier you know with, with very different skill sets to be able to do so much more you know for themselves but you know your journey shraddha itself has been such an inspiring one right you know and and i think it's a great example because you started out you know complimenting me so i'm returning the compliment with <laughs> extra vigor back to you i think what you have achieved as a woman coming from you know but i mean your journey itself is so inspiring you want to share a little bit about that you know for a change we are asking you about your journey yeah thanks rajan uh, and i think yeah uh, i would love to call out my journey because today only i was talking to someone that in my journey is the representation of india and the possibility and the possibility that everyone uh, can define their own journeys in this country i come from bihar i come from patna and i grew up in a time when the political environment was very interesting and most of the hindi movies in, uh, were made on the era that i grew up it was very unsafe uh very uh, difficult for women and of course social media was not as big but there was still news every day about you know women being picked up uh, things it was the dark period and then that is when then i grew up in patna and in bihar and i went to a good school with the hope with the ambition that ek din hoga matlab khud jo bhi sapne hai wo sach honge and i and and you know i can define my own destiny which i did uh, and it also i did it because of the challenges and this is also something i want to call out that you know some of the amazing challenges pain uh, sufferings that come in life also makes you very very uh, empowered to make a change like you know you become a very uh, beautiful person and and i think that i lived in india with lot of pain and lot of challenges as in at that time went to delhi studied in stephens got into media did you know made things happen for myself and and that happened because i grew up and then lived in an era where there were possibilities to define not my gender not my uh, state of course as biharis you were very ridiculed in delhi and everywhere uh, not my background nothing defined what i did what i performed defined the trajectory of where i am today and then that's possible for everyone because i don't want to go into the detail you'll have a lot of conversations you'll find and a lot of things i've written about and people have written about my journey but i could just say that it's a very quintessential painful uh, uh, journey that i've had and lot of tragedies uh, in life but i'm so happy for the opportunities that i got a all across and i made use of every opportunity and i didn't sleep over the opportunities and i was not the victim that in what i like is that i have not been the victim of my story i always say i'm the heroine of my story and that choice whether you're going to be the victim in your life of what the world does to you 
or whether you're going to stand up be, or be the heroine or be the hero of your life story is only up to you and then yeah and that's my story and that's why I started your story because I just thought that everyone everyone should get you know that inner meaning validation and an opportunity to share their story because everyone has a beautiful story it's just that you have to go dig figure it out and i started your story in 2008 uh, as a blog in mumbai and now it's 2014 to 2022 so it's like 14 years and 120000 stories told 12 million people we reach we have 4 million subscribers so yeah it's been a phenomenal and interesting journey and that could only be possible because i'm living in an india which gave me the opportunity to not be defined by all the boundaries that came but by the boundaries that i could jump and i got the opportunities to jump every possible boundaries oh i think you know jumping and 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 listening to stories and being part of other stories as they shape up is such an exciting proposition that probably keeps your energy high and i think that's really what you know one wants to see the gen z if india really has to achieve this true position right in the world which is yes. a position of global leadership it's a youth right it's a young people the next generation of business builders who are going to do that right and, and i think you know shraddha as you talk to so many of them you know and you discuss stuff uh, with them you know what's the a common thread that probably binds them together because there's so many positive stories you'll hear the journeys you know have you have you come across what is that common thread or you know a few common threads that that tie together large part of the positive stories that come out you know rajin that's a wonderful question and i want to call this out in like and i i think this is the main theme of india of today what ties a lot of people uh, across the country that one has spoken to and young people is that today and i would i could say since the last few years today people are not apologetic about what we lack today there is a pride in being indian and i think that i would also give credit to the change in the government the change that we are seeing because earlier you know you'll go and then the whole narrative if you remember was oh what's happening the, how when will we build the google and facebook from india but today you have a zomato from india today you have a swiggy of india today you have an ola of india and the the narrative of xyz of us or this and that today there's a huge pride in the builders in the the young people that we are building abc of india not abc of x and y of whatever in the world and to that's a very significant change when you start believing that you have you know this thing in hindi dusron ki jaise pehle khud ko de kare and wo cheez dikhti hai young people mein and that is happening at ground level and to me that is what is bringing all the change now i think you know if you look at any point in time right uh, we will always find something that unites you know indian so you know and also the india 75 journey is interesting because we always looked at it in that light you know shraddha so if you saw you know at the time of freedom it was freedom that united you know uh, people in india to come and you know accomplish a massive task right uh, it's not a ma- it was a massive task and you know people had to give up their lives to make freedom yeah. you know then again i'm going back to india at 60 when the india 75 movement was starting and we did the same thing we talked to hundreds of thousands of people you know across different strata and try to see what connected it is right the need for a better livelihood for themselves and the next generation Right, connected people from all walks of life. Right, even even the the poorest of the poor wanted that, and and unfortunately, even the richest of the richest wanted still a better livelihood. Yeah. 
right? yeah. so it was the it was you know something that was connecting you know and uniting it and i think what you have pointed out today we are in 2022 stepping ahead i think it's the self confidence of people in india today especially the youth the atmanirbharta feeling that we have today as a country is probably uniting us you know and strengthening one another right as i said like what you rightly said the positive stories you know rub off onto one another right i mean yeah. a few things yeah. you know, that's how a movement gets built and you probably are playing a very key role in building that movement right people come see your stories hear you and get inspired to do more and you know that that follows right so what what can we do to kind of accelerate this you know i mean i you know 25 years is far off but you know is there something we can do in 3 years 5 years you know as a country as multiple stakeholders you know who have a a role to play in in, in nation building is there something we can do collectively you know we i i rajan i think we're doing a lot but any i'm taking a leap from what i do i think we need more frameworks of new everyday heroes because whom do we look up to whom do we admire and somewhere there has to be a lot more reference points and i would say especially in the context of women also in our country right like for young women young girls we need a lot many everyday heroes and we have it we have it in our country but somewhere the celebration like for example i would say when all these uh, national awards are given i think a lot of those awards should also be given from the startup world or from this young new age world who are the because we've always as a country looked up to cricketers we have looked up to uh what bollywood and uh, film stars and and we have also looked up to uh, the spiritual gurus i think somewhere we need to create a framework across the country where we start looking at young entrepreneurs and builders and creators and they get recognized more and more across the country and the second thing is also the national like you were in pune i am in bangalore references in your localities in your cities i think we need to pump that up and whom we celebrate will give reference points to young people who go to school and college just to say oh this is possible oh this is someone to look up to because i feel that we always grew up at least i'm giving my reference that we always grew up with those limited set of people and especially if you look at with from a women's leader standpoint also they are very very few still we need to uh, as a country as leaders as individuals create more frameworks more people more reference point for young people to look up to yeah no and i think i think again young people from all walks of life you know even the elderly need to be taken along so i think inclusive development i think is such a key word right for india and i think it remains and continues to be particularly even when it comes to a gender perspective like what you said yeah 50% of our country nearly 50% is still women and a very productive part of the country you know and, and i think it's very very important for us to to see how that can you know move along but how can digital media or something that you're deeply involved in you know uh, help develop a road map towards if we say an inclusively developed india by 2047 what role can digital media play i th- i feel that they have to again i'm going back to i feel that we still if you look at digital uh, and if you look at and i'm giving the references of all the social platforms because they are by far having maximum number of usages users uh, still the percentage of women on all these platforms is very very less how can we get more young girls 
and especially from places where I come from, Bihar, UP, you know, this belt to come because still the access when it comes to digital is in the hands of men. And then I think to get an inclusive growth, we need the, the of course, now we have the data usage and everything happening and at, at, at a low cost. So how do we get women uh, access? to digital i think that will really change really really change the uh, the playing field for all of us and really build inclusivity because if you look at any number when it comes to the digital consumption happening by youngers by women it's very very minuscule as of today also so how how do we make it happen <laughs> you know if you look at the digital india mission right it will say if you want to create digital infrastructure as a port for every system right uh, you know, governance and services on demand and empowerment of every citizen, right? So, the I think the ambition, the wish is all there, right? But it still doesn't happen in, in, in that manner, right? So, so where does the fault really lie with the male in society or, uh, you know, or, or what, what can one do, right? What do you, you know, sir, that's an idea. I would love to hear something. You know, that you know I, again, it's a very simple, very, very simple, nothing big we have to do. As I said, that if you are growing up in a household in North Bihar, where, uh, you know, the world is very, very different still and in Eastern UP or wherever, I would say that if you create more reference and role model, right, like today, for example, with due credit, Sheryl Sandberg, lean in, everyone saw her as the icon of women's movement. But then someone in Eastern UP is not going to relate to her. Right? Someone is going to relate if you create more frameworks and stories in my Murshidabad. Who are the interesting women who've done something interesting? If we can amplify those local stories in local languages and bring more frameworks, then let's get because digital aapko validation milta hai celebrity bante ho aap bante ho let's make that happen i think that is what we need to do because if you see still today the digital proliferation leads through all these platforms tiktoks and the equivalents and everything it's more of entertainment and entertainment is going voyeurism and titillation is going but we also need to get inspiration to be going to and and as i said role models and frameworks to be going to small towns and i think that will really make the difference at ground level no definitely i think i think that and a lot of those stories you will only tell (laughs) (laughs) we will tell together we'll tell together yes i said you know we also deeply engage with that generation and and you're right you know there is no apology in, in the Gen Z's and the Gen X, which is there, I think it's the baggage from the earlier generations that that is nearly needs to get you know kind of removed. And you know, a time like a pandemic has has definitely set back some of the agendas, especially when you read stories about you know more women or more child marriages than women have happened because there was no school. You know, in rural India, I think all these mindsets you know need to be you know definitely worked at and probably. The India at 100 that we are talking, you know, we will not have discussions like this, you know, uh, as, as as issues in our country, you know, maybe in, in, during this journey. But I think even India 100 is too far for us to wait to see that change happen. But, you know, when you see all these young people uh, using the digital, what you rightly said, uh, you know, these stars emerging and, and, and all of that, how, you know, you, you talked one and there was entertaining, right? But, but really, how are they? you know, uh, using technology, uh, you know, to make 
a lot of this change happening or what can we also do you know with technology to make some of these changes happen at a faster pace do you have any any thoughts any ideas any thinking because when we talk of you know the developed india right the three pillars right economic strength technological vitality and i think a combination of these two at the right stage and scale will give us moral leadership will bring better governance right your thoughts on how we can really use technology more effectively you know rajan you had only spoken if you remember we had discussed today as of today the advertising spend in india is 35000 crores and it is going at i don't know at what number cagr i think it's 12 20 you know we are like the fastest uh, uh, growing market when it comes to this kind so if you have 35000 crores traditionally it has gone to facebook google and uh, traditional media i think the change which is happening that i can be sitting in patna or samastipur mere phone se i can be a creator i can be an influencer and that spend which today the what we have to get more and more brands and advertisers to do is that give the money directly to someone sitting in a, i was so i was so encouraged to see and depressed little bit but encouraged to see a young girl uh, in uh, dharavi in mumbai being a creator dancing and all that and then she was able to transform her family's life because she was getting so many views and she got advertisers i think to me at least from a media the world i am living in that to me can be a huge opportunity because traditionally we all grew up with print and tv spend a certain way of spending to certain film stars and to certain cricketers today distribution going to local and brands going to local and empowering them with the uh, spend i think that's the biggest change that 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 to me is a micro change because one creator getting 10000 rupees is good enough for the family also to get empowered and encourage them to you know have more digital adoption to have more money to have more spending power and and through a good strong solid upi led you know framework a fintech framework in the country absolutely so back also right away you know it's absolutely just people on how will you collect it and how will you distribute it and and i think the world you know with uh, with the way things are moving into web3 is going to actually you know get value to also move around the internet i think the the methodologies of of getting livelihoods right into people uh, is going to be many very very different and i think in that lies the opportunity for what you rightly said for women and and young girls to actually come in and you know derive that opportunity of clear an equal role if not a larger role in 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 you know making some of that happen but i think that is definitely a very you know exciting uh, part of india that is getting unleashed you know especially given that we have such a large population of 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 young people and i yeah. and, and i think the young taking responsibility for the old uh, is is going to be again a theme that you know uh, has been historically there in india but do you see something like like that happening uh, as we move forward or what what's your general thing on fabric in society you think you know uh, how how are we carrying forward some of the deeper values that we have had as india you know why we say india is india and india india is thousands of years cultural you know country right so how do you see that transition from one generation 
So Rajan, first I have to call this out. I don't know if you remember when we had met at once. You had and I asked you about your background and and this. You talked to me about your father, your grandfather, and and then to me that was a measure of you as an individual, as a person, as a professional, because the feelings and the emotions and the caring that you had and then you are doing. to me that is not i think that you and i and all of us listening whoever will listen will agree that i think will change if we change if this fabric is not going to change what is going to change i hope is and again calling it out is some of the fluff has to go right like uh, the drama that we saw which i tv soap operas I, and that's why i love the ott world because soap operas perpetuated a lot of misogyny <laughs> a lot of uh, stereotypes right which actually if you go to families inside families it's maybe not very true but and then and that i hope will go in a more transparent india more meritocracy driven india that will go back to families but i think definitely young people are going to be far more uh, caring and they would be tools and uh, avenues to care more there are so many startups coming up you know there is this startup i forget the name where most of the kids are based in us and they are buying this package to take care of their parents in india right so i think that will not change and and do you see young people doing a lot more to solve social problems so the country is the social entrepreneurship wave which is there you know where you know an entrepreneur will get so many more to get them to get a livelihood right but also create impact and change on the ground through social entrepreneurship do you absolutely see the growth in that is there a change you know because you talk to so many new entrepreneurs give us a sense I, of what what they are thinking on that you know rajiv this is again a very pertinent point i'm seeing a lot of youngsters across the country who are thinking about developmental issues climate change gender roles uh, transgender community so many interesting startups are coming up in this area there is far more awareness that, and and you know young people i love the future i love young people because they question you today i'm sure most people would agree with me when you have young birth coach they also ask you they asked you today youngsters are not ashamed or apologetic in terms of asking that what are you doing for equal gender rights what are you doing to promote women leaders what are you doing for climate what are you doing to contribute for pandemic and i think we are today coming and living in an india where which is far more evolved young people far more aware far more evolved and you know i'm seeing the age go down today even school kids are asking so many questions and 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 if you ask uh, we did this you know we were thinking of doing kids story at some point launching kids story where you give voice to kids the the aspiration they have they all want to be the change maker and to meet that you know when we grew up it was doctors engineers or something something but today everyone wants to be a change maker of course they also want to be influencers and to me that's hopeful because people are thinking about sustainability and all these questions which we didn't we were thinking about making money getting a job getting some security uh, so yeah that's definitely a change in india tell me about it my two daughters 16 and 19 you know the way they attack me on so many issues <laughs> you know and they actually very articulate to say that you know what kind of a world are you living behind right what kind of a world are you living behind right so we want to go there we want to be able to you know change that and and, and make things happen but in terms of issues shraddha 
know, which are the top of the mind issues that you see, right? Because in India, we have so many prioritization, you know, issues. But where do you see largest number of entrepreneurs in this sector coming out to solve problems? And where can we accelerate, right? As a country, you know, if we have to directionally uh, look at more entrepreneurship, more stories, innovation coming out, you know, in the social sectors, which ones do you think, you know, are, are, are more right? I think Rajan, we are not doing enough, but we have to do enough and 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 hopefully have a climate fund because as as today it, pandemic is, has shown us more clearly that we are all part of the world. So we can't, the world can't live amazingly, humans can't live amazingly until unless we countries which with the kind of population we have takes gets very actively into climate change and and then sustainability around that be it water be it afforestation we have to look at it very very and be it clean energy so i see there's a huge opportunity and i want to call this out that government has also in the last uh, a few years taken a lot of measures to promote electric to promote green uh, technologies but we need to do more in that direction uh, because uh, uh, the humanity hinges now more than ever. You know, we can't afford pandemics again and again. So we will have to invest in climate and anything to do with climate and sustainability. One second, I would say that again, uh, from a future standpoint, I still feel there's so much of inequality when it comes to health. And again, I was speaking to someone in the government and they have come up with a lot of uh, schemes and policies. But I just think that we still need to solve for 1.4 billion people now when it comes to health because affordability the divide has grown the affordability for specialized health care is with very few and uh, last i was speaking to some doctors in oncology uh, doing cancer treatment for poor is still not you know there's so many things i'm just giving this as an example because it costs a certain number and and then somewhere when public uh, uh, surgeries are like you know in the government hospital it's done it's still not done with that kind of care so the cancers recur uh, so those are things that we still at ground level need to solve and last but not the least I would say I'm a firm believer that education should uh, be accessible to all and the the cost of learning should not keep on increasing and it is, it is, again, there is a huge divide growing. So how do we get good education accessible? Because see, people like me, I hear Rajan having this conversation with you, with, with, the, back, with the kind of background I come from is just because of my education. How do we create more of people like me? And, and that will only get created if there is, uh, education is accessible. Yeah. So one, is, one is creating more of you and second is to make you last forever. Right, so we are making that happen, right? <laughs> so if you see new technologies that are driving the future of the world, you know, your you will continue to live on maybe 200 years, 300 years, while they will be great for the world. But you know, we are going to have to deal with other challenges. We therefore, probably make homes on Mars and, and other places. <laughs> the future is exciting, right? And we have visionary leaders around the world. You know who are making that happen and they, they all come from this youth mindset of challenging the status quo not accepting you know what is there today you know as enough right wanting yes but you know the spirit what you you know specifically mentioned and i think that's what's going to probably drive us in a you know in a you know in a fast you know kind of a bullet express on our way to 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 india at 100 but you know why we are going to do that we are going to face some bounces challenges 
you know and and again you know a journey of 25 years which is multi stakeholder in a democratic country like india with non negotiables like what you rightly said affordability skill you know social equity you know we're going to try have to transition that right so if you were in 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 a position to influence that right what would you do over the next 100 days what would shraddha sharma's 100 day plan look like make education uh, for certain income groups free and especially for girl child make it free across the country uh, i would do that i will make sure that education and and girls get to school Uh, and and how do we make we will if we reduce the cost if we make it uh, accessible if we create the environment so i would do that i'll just focus on that because i always i believe that if you empower a girl child if you may you know if you make us create a strong girl at home you create a strong family and you create a strong society and you create a strong country so i'll just focus and do that because then the girls will take care of everything else. it's also the creator of man right there would be yeah no- <laughs> उट and i want to because i don't think so we do a good enough job to call out people like you men like you because the conversation is not binary because sometimes it becomes i think people like you are create equal in your conduct and all that and we hope more leaders and everyone watching because the change will only come when every uh, one starts conducting and i have to call out people who conduct themselves like like it's an equal create an equal playground and you do you know thank you for your kind words but you know i genuinely believe that you know uh, the power of the woman is going to shape the future of india actually the future of the world and i genuinely believe it and actually i jokingly tell everyone you know i'm born on 8th of march right and i say <laughs> yeah, international women's day after i was born maybe for some reason but then it was international women's day i was born on it so so no but i believe in the power of the woman and her ability to write not only shape You know, all of us have been shaped by the mother. You know, the yes. woman, and and we always talk the home is you know so it shapes society, right? Values, culture, and we've had a rich tradition in India. Like today, the world is 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 benefiting from what India has created. I mean, yeah. Oh, you see wellness, you see mindfulness, you see yoga, right? People are using Indian techniques, you know, Ayurveda to change and transform the way they live. Right? And we as a country, I think somewhere miss out on recognizing our own. True power, right? I, and I, and I think you know these stories also maybe Shraddha are something that you should you know tell. So my absolutely. Question you is going to be that you know after this you know the India has hundred stories right from successful entrepreneurs. We've captured them and more than you know captured their thoughts is actually get them to commit to shape and build them. I think that's important, right? Because all of us, I think that's the one role you, we, CII, and all stakeholders can play is to get people to. Say you know, count me in, right? I'm going yeah. to make this happen, right? So really, moving from you know the success story so far, I like to say success to significance, you know, and kind of inspire them that you really roll, you know, lead a significant life by really making sure that you're contributing, you know, uh, by by investing in shaping them. So I think that could be 
a very exciting uh, direction even for your story <laughs> done <laughs> so that done more stories for you you know as we as we move forward so with you the problem is we can keep chatting uh, but I have a few questions that you know some of the people who are here and you know we also the group here is 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 invested in the future but more than that as i said this is going to really capture the imaginations of all people in india and the diaspora globally but one of the questions that is there for you is currently startups are mainly focused on transforming services of different types however their role in manufacturing innovation patents in india particularly is nascent how do we enable that for them you know that's a million that's a billion dollar question <laughs> we have to ask people like rajan navani let me question back you know i feel it would happen it's a, the investments if you see in the last 10 years last 2 years last 4 years have gone more on digital because the returns also for people putting that kind of capital it's faster manufacturing requires a lot more investment and a lot more uh, a longer gestation period and that kind of investment has to come from public and private partnerships and 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 creating uh, that kind of capital because we see money and all these if you see they have a 5 year 8 year 10 year max life cycle and manufacturing takes a longer time it's a long term play so we will have to create that kind of enduring capital and then government would have to invest private public partnership to invest in innovation coming in manufacturing sector and and that i think we will start seeing hopefully now because the the building blocks of infrastructure digital also has happened so to get manufacturing to be more effective as rajin was also saying a lot of the uh, 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 technology will come in play and then when technology comes then hopefully we will get capital to come in play yeah but it's not there right now so and, and you know since you touched upon capital i think you get a good sense is there a lot of domestic capital coming into startups absolutely Yeah, Gopal Shri Nivasan. He's an active proponent. Yeah, many, many, many like him and others are actually building these, you know, ecosystems where Indian family offices and others are able to now invest better yeah. into Indian startups. Right? I think, I think that is also going to fuel, you know, some of the causes that probably will matter to India in the long term, and maybe some of that capital could get more patient, as what you rightly said. To, to see outcomes in manufacturing that could probably take you know a little longer. Yeah. But I I I see that coming, and and actually even manufacturing is getting so disrupted today. You know with uh, you know with 3D printing and so many other changes. IoT. IoT. <laughs> digital twins and you know so many things that are happening on the you know that's going to change. So I think huge opportunity for for innovation. You know another question again which involves youth is. is how do you envision the youth participating you know in volunteering for the country i mean how do we enable them not in metro cities but in tier 2 tier 3 cities are people you know ready to volunteer without getting something back yes yes i i feel the call the if the purpose is exciting enough if the purpose talks to them then youth are volunteering and 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 doing 
a lot of interesting things uh, in fact in bangalore just to give an example there is this uh, pothole raja they the bunch of guys who go and fill potholes so they don't depend on the government because all of us you know when we hit a pothole then we crave and sulk and put on social media but nothing happens next day also the same pothole is there so these youngsters they said that okay we going to make a change and we'll go at night and uh, and, and and change and and fill the potholes and volunteers come and young volunteers come in different parts of the uh, city to do that and i feel it's just about how clearly if you call for your purpose to get people to be involved then they will especially from small towns and cities uh, you know there's someone who just called me and said that listen for free i will help you uh, uh, build your wikipedia page because the last one is not uh, fully done and i said listen are you going to charge money he said no i just want to learn and talk and interact so there are lots of opportunities just call out uh uh what you want to do and what you want to achieve and you will get people to join yeah no i think i think huge merit in in being able to you know create the opportunities and the passionate causes you know for for people to come and uh, volunteer you know i think i think the other other question that has also come up to you is that what is your aspiration for the startup ecosystem in india in 2047 and the two enablers needed to to make that happen <laughs> <laughs> we should have thousand unicorns we go. should have a million startups in the country and these startups should not be situated in bengaluru delhi mumbai chennai pune they should be coming from small towns they should be coming from a sadistipur mushad mushidabad bareilly uh, uh najafgarh all these places how do what is required uh we all have to take responsibility whoever achieves a certain number a certain scale has to say that listen i am going to go and invest or i am going to go and create or i am going to just do as simple as uh you know take a trip once a year in this small town and this city or in this place and go and have a conversation i think we can't rely for everything on the government i think it's very unfair because india is 1.4 billion people we have so many challenges so many things to do now people who have arrived or have achieved a certain success like rajan was saying for significance we will have to create a framework where people who have achieved a certain scale in the startup and today we have a lot of phenomenal startup story scale success they will have to go and 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 participate in that growth story and that's my hope and that's my vision and i yeah and i'm committed to enable to do that to for it to happen and more women startup founders than others just adding Absolutely. to you <laughs> which you missed out <laughs> but but you know I, i think i think that's a that's such a again an important and powerful uh, you know uh, to 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 do it and actually there's a question that's a little damp now but you know we'll take it because we'll end with a positive note is how do we address the issue of the mass layoff that startups are starting to do right now is that real what do you think you think it it's, it's uh, you must have seen these cycles before also right? <laughs> yeah yeah it's a hindi mein kehte hain vidhi ka vidhan jab paise itne jaldi aate hain aur itne zyada aate hain to you know they should i've always seen life and life and startups and anything is a very great leveler anything that comes very fast also has tendencies of going very fast and uh, 
this has happened this is not the first time i'm seeing it this is the third time i'm seeing it uh, and uh, what i would say is that this will continue i i think i don't want to be uh, a bad you know this has been a very positive conversation but i think next two months would be very tough and there would be more layoffs there would be more news like this when the rationalization and correction happens because we all have to accept that the kind of money the kind of valuation the kind of expectations the kind of returns expectation all that happened was insane in the last two years we were all celebrating but it comes at a cost and this is not just an india phenomena this is happening in us this is happening across the world so yeah we are also part of this the inflation is high <laughs> the the spends are going to be a little curtail but it gets okay the only thing i can tell is that dekha hai hoga hoga agle 3 mahine ya 6 mahine 9 mahine i don't know but this will continue uh, but then it will get okay it will get corrected and people who are laid off shouldn't even worry because if you're good if you have merit there's a lot of opportunities and you'll find a good home a good place or maybe just start up all come out stronger from something like this at the end absolutely that's absolutely the, that's the spirit you know and and to to end with this it's been such a lovely conversation as i said we could keep going on you know if you have a dream for india right, and i'm trying to put you into a poetic spot or whatever but you want to share your dream for india like you know jawaharlal nehru shared his dream <laughs> i have a dream for india where every girl every woman has a voice uh and she's not scared she's not scared to walk at night she's not scared to express herself she's not scared or apologetic about anything she's cherished she's loved uh and she feels that this is equally and strongly my country as a man or as anyone else is. yeah and and i i'm seeing that india come true and we all have to participate in making that dream come true and you know the best part is shraddha you are the reality of your own dream <laughs> such a lovely conversation i mean as i said go on but you know it's been exciting and engaging and and i and i really want us to to see how we can create more stories you know around uh, this positivity for what india can become i think a golden period has started you know the amrit kal and we're going to just see a stronger and more vibrant india from here on and we'll we'll all work together to to see how to make that so again thanks a lot for your time and thanks for sharing such a inspiring and insightful uh, you know anecdotes and conversations uh, on on this subject of our road to india thanks thank you rajan you are uh, always very inspiring i really love talking to you you have such a good energy about you thank you likewise, thank you so likewise. much the tradition <laughs> is mutual <laughs> thank you Thanks so much. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Thank you for listening to CII podcasts.